Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey, friends, welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat with Ryan Frank. I'm joined today by my friend, Jack Henry. What's going on, Jack? Hey, man, you scraped the barrel this morning, didn't you? Good to I be did. with you. I did. You know what? We we exhausted every single soul that we Man. and and thought. Well, I guess it, I guess I guess we're left with Jack Henry. No, we Look. are we are in the presence of a legend here with Jack Henry, Kidman extraordinaire, super heart for the Lord and for children's ministry leaders and for his family. So glad you're here. Before we jump in, um, thank you all for tuning in. Um, Jack is going to be guest hosting the coffee chat next week so plans now plan now to attend tuesday and wednesday next week jack is going to be stepping in um i don't know have you did your people sign the contract and get it back to me yet they did they did it's in the uh it's in the email your your people got with my people on the all the <laughs> arrangements and yes. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think we're paying everyone 20 apiece that comes on. So that's the only way you could get them to come on, huh? You yeah. To that's them. it. Yeah. <laughs> Jack. So Jack's going to be co-host or guest hosting next, next week, Tuesday and Wednesday. Thank you, Jack. Thank you all for tuning in. If you're catching this on Facebook today or the podcast or YouTube, want to thank you. Um, Jack, you also have a new podcast in the works. Tell us about it. Boy, it's exciting. I'm recording another one today and yeah. sending, it, sending it to our dearly beloved Andy. Yeah, We love yeah. Andy uh, yeah. and Rick. We love Rick too. And uh, got to love them both, right? Yeah. But it's a uh, leadership recharge. I'm very, very excited about that. So it's uh, fixing to launch. So get ready. So what's this? Uh, what's what's the recharge look like? What it, you, you recorded one. I don't know if it's out yet, but I know it's it's like in the approval process with Apple. What kind of stuff did you do in episode one? Well, the first episode is something that is near and dear to my heart. And it's been, it's like an answer to a lot of questions that a lot of people have been asking me here recently in the wow. past four or five months. And it's on encouragement, how to encourage yourself in the Lord. That's good. Something we all need. Yeah. Something we all need. Absolutely. Um, so be on the lookout. We'll We'll be spreading the word. Um, on the podcast, um, once once it's up and up and alive, but it's called the is it the leadership kid, recharge the leadership recharge the leadership yeah. recharge um, from Kids Matter. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be part of the Kids Matter podcast network, which I'm excited about. Right. Um, if you're not familiar with the Kids Matter podcast network, go to kidsmatter.com, and you'll see Amber Pike's new podcast on there, the Kidmen Huddle. The Ryan Frank podcast is there. The Kids Matter podcast is there, and um, I'm looking forward to having Jacks on the pot on the the network as well. Hey, we've got a lot of new downloads at Kids Matter. If you got our email today, yeah. as you go into the fall, these next couple of weeks, uh, some great things to help you on Sunday and Wednesday nights, and in your Zoom meetings. Also, Christmas stuff is starting to hit. If you created some great downloads for last Christmas, or not downloads, but you created some great stuff for your children's ministry last Christmas. If you made a, a game or a printable or a countdown or a teaching unit, you created something for your kids last Christmas, I'd love for you to share, share it with us so that we could consider adding it to Kids Matter and share it with, with everybody else in the kids ministry world. Let us know. 
Um, Jack, thanks for joining me today. Jack, we're going to talk about what I think is a very important topic. I think if there are a few topics that um, really can trip kids' pastors up, one of them is what you just talked about a minute ago, and that's discouragement. We all battle discouragement. I think discouragement is one of the greatest tools that the enemy uses in the lives of especially kids' pastors, but ministry leaders in general. I think another one that, that we hear a lot, Jack, especially from Kidman Academy students when they are submitting their assignments in every month is I don't know that I have what it takes. I've been given this job. I don't know if I've got what it takes. My pastor wants me to do this and this. I don't know if I've got what it takes. I think this whole thing of confidence and a lack of confidence really impacts what we do. What are your thoughts on that, Jack? Oh, brother, I can, a lack of confidence will stop you in your tracks it'll make you question your calling it will won't it it will and uh can i share a quick story with you about when i first started please do because you know when we first started in ministry and we first got the opportunity to speak like in front of people we were you know if you weren't scared to death then something was probably wrong you know what i'm saying <laughs> Yeah. My wife's grandfather is the one that gave me my first opportunity to stand behind a pulpit. And believe you me, I, I think I damaged my knees because they were hitting each other so hard the whole time I was speaking. And uh, but when God called me to preach, I was 19. Actually, Ryan, I was 14, but I was scared. I had nobody to talk to about it. Um, with much discipleship, I'd never even heard that word when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, way back in the dinosaur days. Yep, yep. And... You know, I didn't really, my dad didn't really know what to do, and I just struggled, and um, so I knew God was calling me, so about the age of 19, almost 20, um, I just started going, God opened up the doors, you know, to nursing homes, and hmm. uh, to places like that, to jails, God opened up the door for that, there's a huge yeah. need for that, I would take my guitar and go in, and bang on it and sing a song and sing some hymns. And those people loved it. So now they, bless they the heart. Jack, just insert here. Um, they loved it when you strung on your guitar. My and, guitar. And preached behind that pulpit, right? Come on, man. I'm what you don't know, Andy and I are texting each other, talking about how people from the <laughs> South, it's not a pulpit, it's a pulpit. It's, a pulpit. it's not a guitar, it's a guitar. <laughs> it's almost like a gaga pit, you know, it's a pulpit. A pulpit, a gaga pit. <laughs> and I totally derailed your story. Pick back up. Nursing home. All right. That's all right. That's all right. But you know yep. what I was trying to say is I was not looking for a glass cathedral. I yep. just wanted to speak. I just wanted to share God's word. And, yep. and I wasn't good at it. I just shared what I knew. And we can only share what we know anyway, right? Mm -hmm. But then uh, one day my wife's granddaddy gave me an opportunity to preach. And I did. And I knew. I knew. And how many of you guys out there... The first time you spoke, you felt like you butchered the Bible. Yeah. I mean, you did your best. I'm going to be honest with you. I had a me. I had a. I had notes from a, a, a famous preacher, and I sort of copied them down and put a little few things in between the lines. And I tried my best to memorize it, but it was a complete wreck. I got some scriptures wrong. But when when it was over. <laughs> When it was over in the fellowship hall, her granddaddy came up to me and put his arm around me. And he said, he said, you stood well. You stood well. You preached good. 
but you preached wrong. And I says, Papa, help me out. What did I do wrong? And so instead of blasting me, he took me aside and just encouraged me and gave me some pointers and so forth and so on. Now, it wasn't that long after that, Ryan, that I, you know, back in that day, a lot of young men wanted to copy their pastor. Yes. Yes. They Still wanted to take come, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Take on their mannerisms. And, oh, yeah. and I got to where I would literally stand in front of a mirror and try to talk like our pastor and do my hands like he did. Yeah. And the first time I preached at my home church, and this will blow your mind, when it was over, I noticed my pastor barely looked at me during the whole sermon. Uh-huh. I thought, well, maybe he's praying for me the whole time. That's great. <laughs> and when it was over, we were at lunch and my mom told me, she said, I love you. But if that's the way you're going to preach, I can't listen to you. Wow. I says, Mom, what are you talking about? And she looked at me. She said, with tears in her eyes, mm-hmm. you need to be who God called you to be. Right. And that was the first and last time I ever mimicked anyone. <laughs> and I strongly discouraged anyone that came under me or came behind me not to mimic me. But. God has really put positive people in my life that tells me the truth. You know, I took it wrong for a while, but then I realized through it, through advice, these people aren't trying to hurt you. These are people that love you and they're telling you the truth. I'm telling you, there are so many nuggets of gold in that story you just shared. Um, Jack, I think, I think it is so true that as pastors, preachers, communicators, teachers, you know, what, Whatever you do have, you have to find your own voice. I, Beth and I recently heard someone preach and, and we were like, man, that person needs to find their own voice. We were at a church um, um, a couple of years ago on vacation. And I don't know if you are familiar with James McDonald, uh, who pastored a big church up in Chicago. We were James McDonald's fans at the time. Um, big James McDonald's, listened to him on the radio and stuff. And we went to one of his um one of his satellites, I guess you would call it, down in Florida, and this guy got up to preach. And like, whoa, this guy is, I mean, the way they, mim- I mean, it's like his, his, it sounds just like James McDonald. And like, yeah. find your mm-hmm. own voice. So I think there's a great lesson in that. Find your own voice. I think, Jack, one of the things that can destroy our confidence faster than anything else, tell me what you think, is when we feel like we've got to be like someone else. Yeah. Like, Um, just like that, like I've got, I need to preach like my pastor, or I've got to look like the church down the road, or I've got to dress like this, or I've got to, and and we compare ourselves to each other. And when we do that, I think it destroys our confidence quicker than anything else. Do you agree? I do agree. It destroys it because, you know, you read the scriptures and I finally started studying all these men of God and women of God in the Bible. Yeah. And how God, every one of their calling was unique yes. for a time and a purpose, a message. And God used their person, even the writers of the Bible, he used their personalities. It's mm-hmm. God's word, but they got the right with their personalities. And it's absolutely incredible. And yeah. that builds confidence when you are who you are. Yes. Be, that's it. Understand, Jack and I have talked a lot about this before. Um Hey, you know what? We all have strengths and we all have weaknesses. And the quicker you are good with, uh, not the, now I think you want to you wanna work on your weaknesses and you want to have people around you to help. 
but the quicker you're good with who you are, like this is how God wired me. And you know what? There are things about Jack. I'm not as quick on my feet as Jack is. I'm not, I don't have the energy level Jack has. Um, I'm probably not as extroverted as Jack is, but that's okay. Cause God made Jack that way. And God made me this way and yeah. be good with you. That's a confidence builder. It is. Absolutely. It's so tough though, Jack, isn't it? In this social media age we live in, where we're constantly looking at other people on Instagram, looking at other ministries on Facebook, um, looking what the church down the road did for Halloween or for their outreach this fall. And then I think about what I'm doing, or I look at, man, look at the size of that facility or, or the budget that person's got. And the enemy will use that. Yep. Get you down. He'll use it to get you down. Um, it sure will. You know, a lot of stuff on Facebook, Ryan, is, you know, or social media is blown up. Some, I mean, there's a lot of fake news. I mean, there is anything could be, news. anything could be made to look good on social media. I'm not saying it's all yeah. bad, That's but, true. No. you know, but in, even again, I do, I see all those things, but of course, through the years I have learned to praise God for them and with them instead of becoming jealous. And that's another thing. It's just not, not be who you are, but minister in the ministry God has given you. Make what he's given you better. That's it. Make it better. And then I, what do you think about this one? Because I've been thinking a lot about this through the day, this morning, as we've been preparing for this talk, thinking about confidence boosters. I think another confidence booster for me, I don't know if this is true for you, Jack, is um, not being afraid to fail. I think sometimes we lack confidence because we're afraid we're going to fail. We're going to look stupid. We're going to mess up. Um, and I don't know that I am, although I do feel like I have a confident personality, I don't know if it's as much as I'm confident as much as I honestly, I'm not afraid to try something and fail. And I really don't care what people think. I really, if I fail and I look like an idiot, I don't care. Now, not to say, I mean, I care, yeah, but it doesn't, I'm, but it doesn't paralyze me that, that yeah. fear. What are your thoughts on that? The fear of failure? Well, you know, we're going to fail. Mm -hmm. We're going to make mistakes and we're going to look stupid sometimes. That's okay. Yep. I have learned, <laughs> uh, people that know me, I have learned to laugh at it. It wasn't long ago I was preaching and I was trying to say Satan wants you to do and I said, Satan wants you to do do. Oh, my word. Yes. And laughter erupted in the auditorium. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's the end of this sermon. Yep. Yep. Did you ever get And I'm like, back? God, please. I'm usually no. quick with comebacks, but please help me. Please help and, me. Uh, and it, it was fine. I got, to, I got to finish the message. It was great. But that was a, you know, that was a goof. But not just that. We want to be liked. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Not everybody's going to like you in ministry, mm -hmm. but it is not about that. Ryan, when I got my heart and my mind where it, where it needed to be years ago, I am all I want to do is please God. Mm -hmm. I am not a people pleaser. Don't take that wrong. Yeah. I want to help people and I want to do my best to do all I can for them. But I am not a people pleaser. I want to be a God pleaser. I think it's a mindset thing. Yeah, it's a personal culture thing. You have got to change your mindset and realize they didn't call you. 
your mom and daddy didn't call you. Your pastor didn't call you. If, if they did, you need to step out really fast. That's it. Because you're, you're not going to make it. You're not. Um, but God called you, and you are here to please him. That's it. Man, that's good. So I want to wrap up our last couple minutes because I, I'm hoping that you are receiving some encouragement. Maybe this is for some of you that you've been feeling down. You feel like, I don't know if I've got what it takes. Here's something I want for all of us, though. Maybe, maybe you're not struggling with this right now. Jack talked about his grandpa and his mom. And I've had similar people, Jack, in my life that it hurts. It can hurt a little bit, but you know they love you and they want what's best for you. How can you be a Jack's grandpa to someone else? How can you think about your kids at home, whether they're still in grade school or whether they're adult kids? How can you build the confidence of your kids? What about your team, your volunteers, the people that you lean on, lean in on the most? How can you help them build their confidence? Are you giving them, are you speaking words of life over them? Are you speaking words of identity over them? Are you speaking words of destiny over them? Are you speaking, are you giving them the freedom to own things and even fail? Because you know that in allowing them to fail, they are going to grow and they are going to grow their confidence. So be, I want, Jack and I want you to find confidence in Christ to lead your ministry well. We also want you to be a confidence builder for Amen. someone else. Um, so maybe today a takeaway for some of you is, I, right, who can, who's somebody that I can speak into them and build their confidence? Maybe I need to give one of my kids a call, one of my adult children a call today, just speak some words of destiny over them. Or maybe I need to, maybe there's one of my ministry leaders or ministries I've been holding a little too tight and I need to be a little more open-handed and allow them freedom to, to build this and do it so that they can grow their confidence. Mm. Be a confidence builder. Jack, take us home. Any final word of encouragement you want to share with everybody? Just real quick, Ryan, uh, just about two weeks ago, God prompted my heart to go speak to my nephew. He's 20 years old. He don't know where to go in life. Yep. He's a great kid. He's the life of the party. He plays guitar in our youth band. Yep. Saved, saved, you know, he's just a great, great kid, but he has no idea. He's been offered many opportunities, even become a master electrician. And that's a six figure income. Wow. But he, he told me recently, he said, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of life. I don't, something's something I'm, I'm supposed to do something. God prompted my heart to go to him a few weeks ago. And I'm like, God, this better be you. Cause <laughs> you're talking about looking stupid. This, I was going to look really stupid, but I was okay with that. Yep. And I walked up to him and I said, Ashton, is God calling you into the ministry? I just feel that he is. And he busted out in tears and he said, yes. He said, I was afraid to say anything. He said, I didn't have the confidence to speak up. He says, thank you for asking, but yes, I want to be a youth pastor. That's what I believe in my heart. So we have started wow. now with this whole confidence thing. So how timely is what we're talking about today. That, that's a neat story. Jack, thank you for joining me on the coffee chat. You are such an encouragement to this community. Mm -hmm. And I know you're making a difference down well, there in, in Georgia. Uh, thank you for everything that you're doing. You're a great man and a dear friend. Thank you, Ryan. Georgia. In Georgia. <laughs> Kidman leaders, thanks for joining me on the coffee chat today. We'll be back tomorrow. Again, next week, uh, Jack's going to be guest hosting for me on Tuesday and Wednesday. Thank you, Jack, for doing that. 
Um, I know you've got some great things planned up your sleeve. Um, and friends, thank you for tuning in today. Keep up the great work. Let's keep the conversation rolling in Kids Matters I Love Kidman community. Thanks, friends. Thanks, Jack. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.